an Ironic Media production. Visit us at I-R-O-N-I-C-K media.com. All right. Today on the podcast, I have Julie Michelson, and we are talking about her super inspiring story about how she healed her rheumatoid arthritis. For over a decade, Julie was taking Western medicines in order to help her heal her rheumatoid arthritis. One day she realized that she was just getting worse and decided to pursue other alternative methods. Julie is super grateful that she did because she learned so much in that process. She now helps others to heal their body through nutrition and stress management. Julie is a national board certified functional medicine health coach and a certified AIP. Julie loves what she does and you can tell. If you want to learn more about Julie, you can go to juliemichelson.com or visit her on Instagram and Facebook. But for now, here is Julie Michelson. Let's get started. Welcome to the Stark Transformation Show. I'm your host, Amy Stark. In this show, I'll be sharing messages of hope, healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears, and become the best version of you. You'll hear incredible stories of transformation and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for well over a decade. My connection with energy is so strong, and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. All right, today on the podcast, I have Julie Michelson, and I have invited her on because, first of all, we are both a part of like an awesome group that meets about biohacking and health and all that. But she lives in Colorado and she actually went to my same high school. We were we graduated different years, but that was pretty cool to find out that we're both interested in energy work and biohacking and the body and all that. Welcome to the show, Julie. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited for this conversation. Yeah. So how did you get involved in helping people with RA? So RA is rheumatoid arthritis. So I, I know your story, but why don't you tell the audience? Like so many of us in this field, I got here through my own personal health journey. I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis in my early 30s. And wow, that's I cool. was, I like to say, and that's what the doctor said. Oh, you're so young. Thanks. <laughs> and then gave me no hope of getting yeah. better. I was raised to be a very polite, good girl. And the doctors told me I couldn't heal and that we could only hope to slow the disease progress as much as possible and to take my medicine and be a good girl. And mm -hmm. so I did that for over a decade. Oh, wow. And I continued to decline. My, I was a single mom with three kids and my, I say my world got smaller and smaller. I first had to quit work and then I had to quit grad school. And then I wasn't the volunteer mom I wanted to be. And I just didn't have the physical energy and was in too sure. much pain. And it affected every aspect of my life. And I kept accumulating prescriptions. Mm -hmm. um, so at the end of about 11 years, I was on 10 prescriptions. <gasps> wow. Yeah. And most of them were for side effects from the other ones. And none of them were working. It's not like I was, yeah, I always tell people, yeah, I'm not like, I'm not anti-prescription, but if I was on 11 prescriptions and felt great, I would never have ended up doing what I'm doing now. I'd have been happy to be feeling great, but I thought was not the case. And so that journey of realizing I was in my mid forties really when 
I knew I wasn't going to live to see 50. I really didn't think I was going to live to see 50. My dad had passed away in his early 50s and seemed healthy. So I thought, oh my gosh, I'm not going to make it. I can save if you want for the dark night story. No, um, go right into it. All right, let's <laughs> We're just, all here waiting for it. <laughs> um, so that basically was my dark night was my, my daughter, who was my youngest, came to me and said, mom, please don't die and leave us. Oh, wow. And it's one thing to know that you have these fears, but to know that your kids are laying awake at night with what seemed to be very valid fears. And so obviously I couldn't promise her I wouldn't. Mm -hmm. Um, But what I did, the shift for me was I I promised her I would try everything. Mm -hmm. And it was in that moment that I realized I hadn't tried everything. I had just followed my doctor's instructions. And so that was, for me, the beginning of my health journey, my recovery journey, my educational journey, and then led to my passion for helping others with all kinds of autoimmunity, do the same is find those underlying causes and turn their health around. That's amazing. So prior to that, so in that whole decade, not one doctor said, go gluten-free or take dairy out or any of the things that <laughs> might... Sounds mind-blowing, doesn't it? Sounds pretty um, easy to just I, mention that. I know. I'm laughing at the gluten-free part. My son, when he was 12, my oldest son was diagnosed with celiac. Oh, and I went gluten-free to support him because I'm like, oh, he's 12. This will be hard. I'll, I'll do it with you, buddy. And I noticed that like my pain was just a little bit better. Hmm. And I even went to you know, my doctor who at the time, I thought she was brilliant. And we then learned that I actually had been celiac the whole time as well and didn't know. And so I was like, what else? You know, what about nightshades? What about the one in a million? That's not really a thing. And so I had heard things over the years and gone to my doctors and like, hey, I read and they would poo poo it. And I trusted them. So even sadly, even after going gluten-free had helped me a little bit, I didn't at that time continue that journey with food, but it gave me my starting place on my own of, okay, taking gluten out helped a little bit. What else am I eating? That's a problem. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So just for the audience, can you just tell us what nightshades are? Sure. Nightshades are a group of foods that tend to be a higher problem for people with autoimmunity. It's interesting. I don't know a lot of people with nightshade sensitivities that don't have autoimmune issues. Mm -hmm. Yet many people with autoimmune issues have nightshade sensitivity. And those are things like tomatoes, peppers, white potatoes, eggplant. So some of my beloved foods, as you mentioned, I grew up in Jersey. I love a good tomato. Yeah. Have not for me personally, they, they are an issue. So I haven't had a tomato in a long time, but I also remember as a child having a lot of issues with tomatoes and still only have them occasionally. It's hard because I grew up in New Jersey. <laughs> and not only are we all about the tomatoes, we're all about the pasta, the sauce, yes. you know, everything. I'm Italian. <laughs> so it's been so hard being gluten-free and dairy-free mostly and then taking out the tomatoes. Forget about Italian for me. Every once in a while, we'll have it. But you embrace oh. the pesto. Yes, I do. I do. I love pesto. I even put it on my eggs which by the way is awesome. So you gave up gluten, you started to play around with things. What do you think really changed your whole journey? Was it food or was it something else? Yes. And (laughs) (laughs) it could be both. It it really was. So food was a huge component. 
in addition to the things that I was eating that didn't serve me, I grew up low fat. Oh, right. Yeah. So it wasn't until putting really good amounts of healthy fat, really the first, I say like the major step in my healing journey with food was I found Dave Asprey in the Bulletproof Diet. Mm -hmm. And that was where to go from low fat eventually to keto. Right. Um, But just my body was just, you know, so starved of healthy fats. That was key for me. So sometimes it's not what what we need to avoid, but also what are we missing? Right. So do you think that the fat was helpful in building up the nerves and the conductivity or I don't know. And reducing my inflammation overall. One of the symptoms I struggled with was brain fog. Yeah. And inside it all makes sense. You're not feeding your brain for 20 years. (laughs) What is the brain made of? Oh, fat. Oops. Should have been eating fat. High quality fats, people. Right, right. It's important what fats you eat. Right. Yes. So that was definitely a big piece, but it wasn't until I added in a dedicated meditation practice Mm. that it was like everything came together. And instead of these little incremental changes, all of a sudden my pain wasn't just better, it was gone. And my sleep wasn't just better, but I was rested and had energy and apparently became a more patient, nicer human being. Who knew? No way. (laughs) (laughs) Kinder. Uh, Yeah. All all the things that they say that it does. I know it really does do it. Um, It does that whole long list. Yeah. That's what I found that like, really, I think the food is very important, but I think finding your stress working to relieve the overall stress burden, whether it's your thinking or your lifestyle, whatever, working on that is really what turns off that fight or flight. And then you can start to assimilate and take those nutrients in and start to heal your body because you're in the right state to do that. Yes. Yes. Rest and digest. Yes. Exactly. Absolutely. It really is night and day. So you must find every day so rewarding helping people to get out of pain and sleep and become happier, (laughs) kinder parents. I, to say I love what I do is it's an understatement. And they say, when you love what you do, you never work a day. I I genuinely, I get so much joy. And again, I like to think, yes, I went to a good high school. You know that I went to college. I went to grad school, felt like a pretty educated up on information kind of person and had no idea that we could heal autoimmune issues and we mm-hmm. could shift things like inflammation and chronic illness. And so to help people take you know their power back and do that. And I always say people are like, well, I, you know, I want to get off all my meds and I want to, I want to heal like you did. And I'm like, I, I don't, all I know is we can improve you. You know, I never know how far somebody is going to be able to go as far as relieving symptoms. And yet every time, like, I'm just always blown away that it's yeah. always beyond what you think. And the body is so beautifully designed to mm-hmm. heal if we remove these blocks. And you mentioned stress, and it's a huge one. It, really it is, is huge. Isn't it something like 90% of all doctors' visits are based on stress? Yeah. 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 How many doctors address <laughs> stress? stress? But I was one of those people. I have so many people come to me and say, not stressed. And then I get to know what their life is like. I'm like, wow, you don't think you're stressed. I was probably one of those people. I didn't feel stressed out. 
Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize that chronic stress was impacting my health. What was your daily routine looking like then? Because you you started with some sort of meditation. What were you doing? I had found Emily Fletcher and Ziva Meditation. Yay! (laughs) Love her. (laughs) And she really, because I was in that camp of people that thought they were just bad at meditating. And so finding her was such a gift. So I literally started with 20 minutes twice a day. Like I did her online program first. And within a couple of weeks, it literally changed my life. Literally. Like it's seriously not overselling. Yeah. Does Emily know that? Because I know she's part of the group that we're in. Have you talked to her? She does know. I've done in-person stuff with her as well. And so yeah, she does. She does know. And and I tell anybody who will listen, it doesn't have to be Ziva. It could be any form of meditation. It was cute. I tell people, my daughter, who was a teenager at the time, Emily's program was twice a day. And once in a while, I'd miss the afternoon meditation. If I missed it two days in a row, and I think I'm a pretty easygoing person anyway, but my daughter could tell. (laughs) My partner will say, you need to meditate. (laughs) You know, I'll drive, you meditate. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. totally could tell the difference. So it's that impactful. Absolutely. Yeah, that's cool. So what do you suggest for people who are starting out? Because I I like that you say you don't have to go with Ziva. Like I sat on my couch and I had coffee and I just said, just sit here, Amy, with your eyes shut for 15 minutes and see what happens. So I don't, I'm not a huge fan of, you must do this. You must go to a top of a mountain (laughs) with no no clothes and no no food. Yeah, for a month and a half. And that's the, the biggest thing, especially the people I work with. I think most of us in general think we don't have enough time anyway. And I tend to work with high achievers who've got a lot going on. We all have that, like, oh, I don't have time for self-care. Well, your body will make time. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So I actually tell people, start with five minutes, five minutes, and Mm -hmm. then build from there. And it can be, I love, again, it could be any kind of meditation at all. I love uh, the app Insight Timer. I tell people all the time, it's free. There's thousands that you can pick. Like, I only want a five-minute meditation. Fine, doesn't matter. To play around with different types and see what I always say that the most effective kind of meditation is the one you'll do. Totally. So if it's yeah. sitting and just allowing, great. If it's Vedic where you have a mantra, wonderful. If it's a guided meditation, fantastic. Doesn't matter. They all work. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm glad that you said that. So how did you get into energy medicine? Because I get it. Because like I was on the same journey. Like I went from meditation to energy medicine, but I'm guessing that's okay. probably what happened with you, right? Yes, it was again, because we are like-minded in the, it's like, okay, well, you know, this works. And so what else, (laughs) what else is out there? I actually began my coaching journey right after I really reclaimed wellness. Dave Asprey and the then Bulletproof Training Institute opened a coaching program. And I was like, okay, I'm in, I want to help people. And through there, and really just the biohacking mindset and being exposed to all of the different avenues of biohacking. Actually, that was where I found Emily and Ziva was through there as well. Mm -hmm. That was this entry into energy as biohacking, right? Energy Mm -hmm. medicine as biohacking. That was where I was introduced to Dr. Barry Morgulin and Energy for Success and had the opportunity to spend a day with him at a training where we had a bunch of different modalities. Each day was a different modality. 
And one day was Dr. Morgulan and it, that, that was it. Like the end of the day, I was like, this is the, the path. <laughs> this is my new thing. That's awesome. Um, and yeah. So I've been studying with him for just under five years now. Wow. That's so cool. I did not know about him until like probably two years ago. And it's been on my list to work with him or at least learn from him somehow. I was at a uh, conference with Dave Asprey and he spoke and I was like, wow, that's cool. He has a story where he didn't he take like poison and had to neutralize it in his own body. Something like that. Dr. B. Yeah. Yeah. He's the only Western trained grandmaster of this ancient Chinese energy medicine. He's also a double board certified GI surgeon. Yeah. So he's like um, legit, you know, like so Western like, and Eastern. Totally. Yeah. Totally. I love that about him. Um, and so he's searched literally the planet for the thing and eventually found himself somehow talked himself up into the mountains in China at these monasteries where this kind of secret <laughs> training went on. And so he went back and forth for decades and he had all kinds of tests. Most people who train, not only do they not make it to Grandmaster, many don't survive at all. And poison was definitely one of his challenges he needed to overcome to be able to protect himself and slow his body down in a way that allowed the poison to pass and not kill him. And thank goodness. It benefits all of us and the human race (laughs) that, that he was able to. He's also the only one who has taken these verbal teachings and put them in writing and has been granted permission to share them with the world. And so it's not just Chinese royalty that gets to benefit, but now all of us. That's so cool. So yeah, so he he does energy for success, right? That's what it's called? Yes. Yes. So anybody who's interested, we can put that link there. So you've been training with him for five years. What does that journey look like for you? For me, it's interesting. For everybody who trains with him, it looks completely different for their life and what they want. It's all, and it, it, I love the, it's like the East meets West. I love that this thousands of year old stuff is now all being scientifically proven. It's mm-hmm. all based on quantum physics. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like the more woo woo it sounds, the more scientific it is at the same time. Right. Right. Um, which I love. And it works in eight, what they call, Dr. B is dubbed the grade eight, like eight areas of your life or where you can direct the energy. And it's, it's all about expansion. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, health and vitality, absolutely. But relationships, finance, equanimity, intelligence, expanding your intelligence, creativity, zone and flow, experiencing serendipity, they all play. I think for me, that's been one of the biggest gifts. It's very easy, especially as somebody who had chronic illness to be like health focused, right? Just it's all about health. No, it's about all of it. And when we focus on expanding all of it, there's this kind of exponential factor. So for me personally, it's been about, yes, improving my health, but also my business wouldn't look anything like it looks now had I not been in the energy. I I would have, I was already on the path to becoming a coach. I would have been a coach, but I remember when I first started my business, my idea was like, I could work with 20 people a week. So basically that means I could help 20 20 people. people. And I was totally fine with that. Like I I was never a big thinker. So I was like, this is great. This is what I love to do. And I get to do this all week and I can help 20 people. And now I'm like 20 people like that's 
how many people are there with chronic illness and autoimmunity? Like healthy right. 20 people is not enough. Right. Um, and so it has just been this without grit, connecting with amazing people, getting opportunities to speak to people like you and reach your audience. And it's just almost like allowing my life to evolve bigger than I would have ever imagined. And there are practices, there's physical practices, guided meditations, the breathing exercises. I write goals every day. I journal wins every day. You know, there's a lot of directing of this universal energy that's all around us. Yeah. As I know, you know, (laughs) you're aware of. (laughs) Yeah. Well, like I always say, you know, you have to put in where you want to go if you want to get there. Like if you're using a GPS, you would put in where you want to go, but you also see where you're at. So sometimes that is looking at what you're grateful for, what you have using that expanded energy and high vibration to pull in the new things and fuel your journey. Yeah. (laughs) Totally fuels it. Absolutely. For me, when I first started studying with him, my, my biggest challenge was writing goals because I was not that dreamer. Even as a kid, like I just didn't have this fantastical imagination of what my impact on the world could be or what I wanted for my life. So that's been really fun to look back and even think about the little teeny tiny goals I was able to write five years ago, where now I'm like, oh no, bigger, better, more amazing. Yeah. More impact. It's all about how can I expand my contribution Mm -hmm. and that, what that gives back to me is, you know, just exponential. Yeah. So when you look at yourself prior to changing your diet and do you feel like there's an old you and a new you? Do you, does it feel almost like two different life spans or something like that? Absolutely. And I think it's funny that you say I hadn't thought about it that way recently. That old me, and she was old. I'm telling you, in my 30s and 40s, I was really old. That's so sad um, because it's such a time when you could be having so much vitality and, and you did miss out on that, but you're having the vitality when most people are starting to now. not. Exactly. Yeah. I think I said, I didn't think I'd make it to 50. So yes, I celebrate. I'm 52 now. And I do feel younger than I felt in my thirties and forties. But I look at that old young woman. And when I really look, cause I've done the energy work, I really was old at age five, like really just energetically, there were some things that, and that was that closed off small. It makes sense to me now that not only am I physically healed, but I'm now this more expansive human. So I feel like I felt one to four, one to five, maybe like I have that kind of energy, like really youthful. Mm -hmm. Anything is possible. Energy. Yeah. Kid-like energy. Yeah. Yeah. And that really goes hand in hand with the parasympathetic nervous system where rest, I just heal, but also access to our intuition, our creativity, that energy field, that's when kids still see energy. Or if they did, they yeah. Yes, they, yeah. Yes. And they dream because they're not conditioned to believe that it can't happen. Yeah. People a lot of times say that I have kid-like energy and I kind of do <laughs> uh, yeah. because it's fun. It's, it's, you know, a really wonderful place and space to be when you can look at all the possibilities uh, and not limit yourself. I keep a question mark on my desk um, because I always ask questions just yes. like a kid. 
I don't think we should limit ourselves. That's how we learn. And yes. And that was when, and you said it because you keep using the same words that I keep thinking. It is, it's the energy of possibility. I'm not out in my yard doing cartwheels all day. That's not what I mean by that kid like energy. Right. It's, it's but creating, creating impact, yes. creating a life that you want. So let me ask you this. Do you work on programming and things like that? Um, mental programming, or do you do something different? you asking personally or professionally, like in my work or? Yeah, well, both. I mean, I think yeah. when we, <laughs> when we work on our programs, we realize everybody else has to work on them too, because, <laughs> you know, right. we're no different. Yeah. It's interesting how, and you know, we're always evolving and, and my programs are always evolving. And it, I kind of had this aha moment this last year of, I almost healed in reverse, right? Like I started to heal before I even believed I could. What I know now this will so not surprise you at all, is that when we actually create that belief system, we can heal faster and better. Like you said, when we get ourselves ready to heal and we start to make those good changes, you get those responses so much quicker. Mm -hmm. Um, So now what I'm doing with my clients is not only educating them, but helping them create, whether it's recreate or for the first time, a healing mindset. And so we don't dig, I'm not a therapist, most of us with autoimmunity, there's, when we mentioned chronic stress, there's trauma related. We know the body holds all of that. I touch on stuff, but I'm, I'm not a counselor. We don't spend a lot of time stuck there, but I'm a believer in if the body hears your thoughts and believes them as true, then we can just plant new ones. And so that's the work I do with my clients. And it's really fun and fascinating to watch people, even people that are, you know, that's a little woo-woo for them to, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but then they try it and they're like, oh, um, you know, it's, some people are truly blown away, even just by the statement I just said, they've Mm -hmm. never heard that before. They they don't even, that sounds crazy. What do you mean my body's listening? And then people go down the rabbit hole of, oh my gosh, what have I been telling it? Right. Nothing good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, There's a okay. statistic out there around like people think that 70% of their thoughts are positive and 70% are actually negative. No. <laughs> so people, until they get checked in and start listening, then they realize like how yeah. unfair they've been to themselves and they wouldn't ever talk to their best friend or favorite person. I say that, that all the yeah. time. Exactly. Would you treat anybody you love that way? It's not about beating ourselves up that we've been doing it wrong. It's okay. Now we know. And that's power, right? Yeah, like, right. Just let's start the new story and you can start it before you even believe it. It's a good thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love it. I'm so glad that you're out there helping so many people with this. Autoimmunity is so prevalent nowadays. So some people don't want to even go down this road because they're like, what am I going to do? I like, I. what am I going to eat if I give up everything? <laughs> but you get to... Once you calm the body down, then you can handle things. You can handle a little bit of triggers or stress. And that's what we're trying to create. Both of us, it sounds like this resilience to stress because you're not going to avoid stress. That's what it's like to be a human. So you want to be able to just handle it and then bounce back. And that's one of the things that I love so much about my clients is like, they'll say, oh my gosh, this normally would cause me to be in bed for six weeks and I'm up and out the next day. I might not feel a hundred percent, but I certainly have recovered way faster than I normally would. Yeah. There really is something to moving the energy, getting that body back to the the state that it should be in and feeling good. 
tell us about your program that you have that's called Take Your Power Back. Take Your Power Back is based on actually what we were just talking about is part of it. It's a five-day challenge that I created. It literally was just from a conversation and somebody said, what's the first thing someone needs to do to heal? They need to believe they can take their power back. Yes. And be ready to, because for so many of us, it is disempowering. It is, there's this hopeless feeling. If you're in the mindset where I was, where you feel stuck and you believe there's nothing you can do. And so- It's a five-day challenge that I ran a couple of months ago. I'm running it again next month. And then it's going to be ongoing from there, which I'm really excited about. And it's free. It's a step one, I think. But it's, to me, step one and so basic, like we were just saying. But I've had so many people say, oh my gosh, life-altering. Just learning about the drivers of, here's why actually you can heal, Mm -hmm. right? Here's the, the functional medicine approach and then creating that really walks people through literally creating the healing mindset and then how to identify their potential triggers. So it's a great starting point to get people on that right road of truly healing. That's awesome. I'm sure plenty of people need that. <laughs> so yes. I hope you have lots of people joining very often. I'm glad that it's ongoing. Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners about your journey or about what they need to know about how to, to help themselves to heal? I would say, obviously, I'm biased because of what I do, but that you don't need to do it alone. There are yeah. coaches. This is what I do. I partner with people. I was trained in all of the coaching programs, frankly, that I went through. It's so important for people to do all of the work on their own, to take ownership. And I actually take a really unique approach with my clients. I work with a lot of high achievers that have very full lives. And what I've realized is there's another approach that can help them create change in a less stressful way where I have a really high-end VIP partnership with them where I'm doing a lot of the things I was told not to do. If they don't cook, I will hire them a chef. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Like We will do and make it as easy as possible to get them feeling well it's a year long program because not only does change take time, but this particular program with all the done for you is they're feeling well, and then they can learn Mm -hmm. why. And we have time to really get into each trigger. And like you said, can we put certain foods back in and feel, I'm a big believer in, we have to feel it to believe it. You can tell Mm -hmm. somebody don't eat, fill in the blank and eventually they're going to start eating it again until we get that inflammation down and they can feel like you said, you'll eat tomato. I'll, I personally will eat tomatoes probably about three times a year. Yeah. That's probably close to what I do. (laughs) I haven't had gluten in almost 14 years. Oh, wow. That's a long time at all. Because for me is not worth it. Yeah. What happens to my body. And that's what I, I really love for people to understand. So whether you're looking for that high level partnership or something like I have a four month program that really we include functional labs and, and get you food sensitivities and all of that, we get you really well on the way and all the tools and identify the triggers. And you're, then a lot of people are like, oh, I got it from here. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no need to, to do it alone. And it's really hard when you have brain fog and you're exhausted and you're tired, you want to sleep, not research. And honestly, there's so much information and programming around this disempowering belief that we can handle this. Like, well, you were limited to what your doctor knew and you didn't even know that or realize that. 
Right. So sometimes for the people that are doing well enough, obviously they can work with you and then get on their way and discover things naturally and organically. Or some people are just like, I've got too much going on. That makes a lot of sense that you offer different packages. So anything else you want to share or let people know? I can just say it one more time. Like you can heal. (laughs) The body is designed to heal. I love it. And so that would be, that's the one message if everybody in the world could hear would be, you can heal. Yeah. So you're on Facebook and Instagram. I know that. And you have a website and it's called juliemichelson.com. It is, or because my name is spelled funny, we just made a new one, which is jm.coach because that's easy to spell. (laughs) so i guess it filters to that other one Uh okay cool um sounds good thank you so much for being on the show and telling everybody your story and helping them to heal thank you for having me and thank you for what you do because you are standing on the mountaintops and spreading the good word so thank you i appreciate appreciate it yeah i appreciate you Content provided by Amy Stark and or her guests on the Stark Transformation Show, website or other platforms, including text, images, audio or other formats, are created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you have regarding a medical condition. Amy Stark is not a doctor or a therapist.